She built a business sharing her life's insights through cartoons that you can purchase all across America. Today, she shares how she creates her work and shares some thoughts with you on putting your own art into the world. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes, and you're about to meet stranger number 48 on the Meet a Stranger podcast. Today's conversation started with a random chat about dogs. I was in the middle of one of my favorite parks in Mexico City having a quick chat with my Airbnb host while he was out walking his dog when stranger number 48 joined in. She told me that she was a cartoonist visiting the city for a few days. Now, as someone who also puts their thoughts and words out into the world, I find it fascinating how people go through their creative process, since everyone seems to have such a unique way of doing it. We talked about her process, how she comes up with her ideas, and where she finds her inspiration. Take a listen. You are a cartoonist. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that, how long you've been doing it and where you put your art out into the world and what type of cartooning do you do? What do you talk about? What do you put out there? Well, I've been drawing cartoons since middle school. Started making my own with my own name on it in about 2011. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time, just put stuff out mostly on Facebook. I do kind of gag style, New Yorker style cartoons I also work as a therapist, so they're often about uh, human relationships or existential questions about the pain of being a human being, things like that. How much of it that you create is you expressing yourself and putting it out there because you feel it versus creating for what an audience might want to see or say? Those percentages are like 99% to 1% in terms of 99% of what I want to do and 1% maybe. Mm -hmm. I have to think about how it'll come across, but I can't be creative if I'm thinking about what's going to appeal to other people. Yeah. Tell me about that creative process. How do you generate your ideas? Do you you make the time to do it, or is it kind of random inspirations when they come to you? Normally, I do make the time to do it, and it's time-consuming. I have lots and lots of sketchbooks and I do free associating style drawing and I have pages and pages of garbage and then maybe every you know handful of pages there'll be something funny but a lot of it is free associating random drawings and sometimes I I don't think I've come up with anything and then I look back over it and something makes me laugh. I look back over it later and it makes me laugh. And that's my criteria. It has to make me laugh. Sometimes things make me laugh that do not translate whatsoever into making other people laugh, but you just take a risk. Tell me about the business side of it. Is this something that you're, you know, that you want to turn into something much bigger or are you just happy drawing and putting it out there into the world? That's a complicated question. I have kind of a balance I struggle with all the time between wanting to wanting to do the fun creative stuff. I would not say I'm a great marketing business style person, but I'm sort of chipping away at that all the time. What's helped me is I I do have an assistant who does all of I make stationery out of the comics. Um, That was a choice I made because there was no financial reward to making the comics. They would go out in the world and be successful, but 
there would not not be like one little penny coming back to me and it started to get discouraging so I decided in 2012 to turn it into a business where I made mostly stationery but other products magnets t-shirts a little bit um and I have an assistant who handles all the stuff I really really do not like and where do can people find the stationery and the products it's all on my Etsy shop which is called a zillion dollars.com got it yeah and it is available in some stores in uh, it's available in about 300 stores in the United States and Canada we're in every single state in the country so that's exciting even West Virginia South Dakota those were our last two that we could check off the list fairly recently congratulations that's awesome to hear Thank you. It's just about making sure it stays funny and fresh and real to me. And if it connects with other people, you know, that's bonus. What have you learned about yourself through your art and and putting these things out into the world? I have learned that I need to be more and more just confident doing my own thing and being accepting the fact that I'm a strange, unique individual and I have my own things that I like and I don't have to worry so much about being different than other people and just like accepting that that's who I am and how I am. So when it connects with other people, it's kind of reinforcing that I don't have to be like anybody else. So in this moment right now, over the last few days, you've been visiting Mexico City. What has come to your mind about potential cartoons? Is there anything that you've witnessed or seen or observed that you've thought that's something I want to put out there or something you dealt with that you want to share? No, it's, it doesn't work that way either. It's way more unconscious than that. What has inspired me about Mexico City is the art that I have seen here. I've seen uh. some super amazing art here. Some of it is the t- traditional stuff that you see, like the murals, and some of it is, is has been more like temporary ex- exhibitions of of people that are, are more recent and less well-known, just really powerful, narrative, colorful. So I think the way it integrates into my work is usually more unconscious than that. Love that. So you just have to put yourself in a place and let it kind of yep. just from osmosis kind of yep. hit you. It's osmosis gotcha. for sure. It just because when I engage the front of my brain, it's, it doesn't work. It's not funny. It's too thought out. Mm-hmm. It's not... That's just not how I personally am able to do it. If I if I do try to engage the front of my brain mm-hmm. and like, oh, I'm thinking about this and this and this, nothing impresses me in that territory. Gotcha. For someone that might be listening that has thought about wanting to put some art into the world, whether it's uh, cartoons or writing or music, whatever it might be, and are kind of on the fence or nervous about putting it out there, you put yourself out there and you're seeing success. What would you tell someone that's sitting on the fence like that? I would say stay true to yourself or don't worry so much about what other people think. There's a lot of things out there that are, are kind of routine and similar. And if you want to do your own thing, that's what you got to do. Just do your own thing. It may or may not work, but the reward is sometimes in other people receiving it. But the other reward is just in feeling like this is what I was put on the earth for. I'm doing the thing that I was meant to do. And that's, that's that. There's so many great books on creativity and how to put your art out into the world. Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art is an all-time favorite of mine, and recently, Rick Rubin's The Creative Act, A Way of Being, has been added to that list as well. One thing you find in common with all of them? Trust your inner voice. Take the time to listen to it. 
play with it, create with it. And for every artist, how they do that is going to look different. But the key, trust your inner voice. Thank you to Stranger Number 48 for the chat, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your trip. And thank you, dear listener, for taking a minute to meet a stranger today. I always love hearing your stories of random conversations with strangers and what you learned from them. You can let me know about yours by sliding into my DMs on all those evil social media channels. Instagram is the best way, at go meet a stranger. Until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Matt Hayes, Onward.